assuming we can get there, we want to start playing around with just building a strong kind of chest voice. So chest voice we kind of associate with the lower part of your range, it's thicker, it's stronger. Ah, 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 nice and chesty. And then you can also go up in your head voice. Building a strong kind of head voice as well. Because what we essentially want to do is start to blend between between those sounds. So going from chest to head without going ah. If this episode resonates with you, make sure to share it with your singing friends. I'd really appreciate that. The more members that we have on this journey, the more fun it becomes. Likewise, if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, you can leave a voice message here through Anchor or on Insta at singwithivan. So just slide into my DMs. If you want to take your voice to the next level, head over to singingsimply.com book and book in your lesson. I teach students all over the world through Skype. So that's singingsimply.com book. Anyway, let's jump right in. Cool. So um, for those who don't know me, uh, my name's Ivan. I'm a voice teacher based in Sydney. And my kind of journey so far has been, I've, just, I've started singing about eight to 10 years ago. And honestly, it was such a struggle for me. And so I'm on this mission to really just demystify and simplify a lot of the singing for you out there. And in particular for today, I do have kind of an agenda and I'll kind of run, run through. Looking good, Ivan. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to kind of run through the agenda for today, why we're, why we're kind of here, why we're doing this live, and also at the end of the day, uh, at the end, jump into some Q&A because I think that's where I can add more value, kind of just help you guys out there. Um, so purpose of today. So um, frankly, because we're all in this kind of COVID situation, I wanted to use today as an opportunity to hopefully encourage some of you out there to start getting into singing, um, especially if that's kind of been on the back of your mind. Um, and also, if you have already started, showing you some kind of quick, easy ways um, to just make some progress in your voice. Now, um, today is less about kind of throwing you tips and exercises because frankly, if you go through my kind of Instagram feed, there's tons and tons of them. Um, today is more about giving you the framework, the framework to actually get getting started with your voice and improving. So um, also, um, I got I actually reached out yesterday and there are some questions that kind of came through. Um, so I'm going to be jumping into that at the end as well, so don't worry. And if you have any questions, um, active highlight, thank you for doing that. If you have any questions, um, just write them in the, I believe there's like a question mark box on Instagram Live. So you can type in your uh, your question there and I'll try to get into it at the end. Um, I only have about 30 minutes today because I need to just start jumping to my sessions for the day, but I'll see if I can kind of go through as much of them as possible. So cool. Um, so purpose of today, Let's get started with singing. How can we make progress with our voice amongst this whole kind of COVID situation? Um, so let's quickly address the elephant in the room. So I'll, I know a lot of you out there might be kind of thinking, oh, um, singing is a talent. It must be reserved for people who are naturally gifted. And the question really becomes, can anyone sing? And so if I was to kind of come in from this experience this past 10 years, my answer is absolutely yes. Um, everyone can learn how to sing. It's really just a bunch of kind of habits, a bunch of coordinations. For example, you can easily learn how to throw a ball. You can learn to throw a ball. It's just a, um, it's just a motor coordination. So similar thing with the voice. The reason why it gets a bit kind of iffy is because you can't really see your voice. 
when you're throwing a ball, you can totally see it, but you can't see what's actually happening with the voice. But that doesn't mean it can't be trained. Um, and another way you can kind of think about it is if you're kind of going to the gym, trying to get fit, if you frankly put it in the time well enough, if you put enough time, enough dis discipline practice, you will get fit. Um, and it's the same thing with, with the voice. If you put in the time, um, the practicing, you will get better at singing as well. So um, now that we've gotten that kind of elephant out of the way, everyone can sing, you just need to put in time. Um, let's kind of jump in and see how we can kind of get started and make some progress during COVID-19. Uh, COVID-20, wait, COVID-19? I'm not sure. Um, so number one, you really need to be kind of setting aside time consistently when you're practicing. Um, I think if anything, if I've kind of worked, I've worked with so many people around the world, the thing that kind of sets a lot of people apart is how consistent and their work ethic. For example, if you're kind of practicing daily, you're going to do far, far better than someone who's practicing three, every three to four days. I, I know this might be obvious, but that's exactly what actually happens. And I have a kind of quick tip to kind of share with you all. So um, one thing I do personally in terms of practicing myself and making sure I actually do it consistently is I actually use Google Calendar. Um, it's a great way to just kind of block off your time. And the moment you actually write things down, it makes it a lot more likely for it to happen. So if anything, the big tip, use Google Calendar, use some kind of app, um, just so you can write down and block off some time. Block off some time daily. It could be 15 minutes, it could be 20 minutes. It doesn't actually have to be that long when you're starting off. More, more importantly, you just don't want to be cramming. Consistency does beat a lot of cramming. Um, Hello, Alexa. Thanks for joining me. Um, we've got a few questions coming through, which is amazing. I'll address them at the end. So um, I might spend the last kind of five to 10 minutes just kind of quick firing going through all the questions. Um, so number one, you need to kind of be consistent with your practice and schedule some time. Google Calendar is a great way to do it. You can easily just also write on like a to-do list. That works amazing. Um, kind of tip number two, where this is probably more relevant for a lot of us, and I know um, a lot of us are kind of stuck at home at the moment and some of us might not be that comfortable singing in front of our family. And so one thing we have to do is kind of find a safe spot. And frankly, there are actually a lot of places we can find around the house um, that can really make it easier to practice. So number one, um, I personally find the car. The car is a really awesome spot to practice because it's actually incredibly soundproof. Um, I've taught lessons, uh, I haven't been there teaching lessons, but I've taught students who take lessons in the car. Um, and that's been really awesome actually. I actually taught a lesson yesterday and um, the person was practicing in the car. It was 10 p.m. So because of how soundproof it is, you can actually practice and actually do these lessons whenever you want. Um, another great spot you can actually do it to. I've tried this. When I first started singing, I actually did this. I was singing into the closet because in the closet, you've got tons of clothes and there are actually mufflers. Um, so it would muffle out the sound. So it's not going to disturb your whole family. So it's a great place to start practicing um, as well. Um, last but not least, if you have a garage that's kind of further away from the house, make sure to do that. Practicing in the garage would be super, super awesome because it tends to be further away from um, everyone else in the morning. Personally for me, because I kind of wake up super, super early, sometimes I'm practicing at like 6 a.m. Um, and I, even just today when I was when I got up, I actually went to the car to practice because I don't want to serve my family. Um, that's going to be a big, big thing. Um, and last but not least, so this is probably the most important thing 
once you've established the first two, so you've, you've actually started to become consistent when you're practicing, you're doing it daily, you're spending that 15 to 20 minutes, you found a spot, it could be your car, the garage, the closet, somewhere where you can just sing a bit more freely. Number three is getting feedback. You ultimately need to get feedback on your voice, otherwise you won't grow. Because here's, here's the thing, right, with practicing, you can practice good and you can also practice bad. Just because you're practicing, it doesn't mean you'll actually improve. And the reason behind this is habits. When we tend to practice um, on ourselves, it tends to be a bit mindless and kind of repetitive sometimes. And what that does for us is it drills in whatever you're practicing. So frankly, if you're going, and it's kind of squeezing and getting there, that's actually going to become your new normal. So just if you're practicing like that, if anything, get some feedback, let's, let's change it up. We don't have to do that to our voices. Um, if anything, uh, if, if any of you guys are interested, by the way, um, I am doing kind of free trial sessions um, over Skype. So just DM me after this kind of live uh, and I can set you up. But back to that main point, you need to get feedback because if you don't get that feedback and start that whole loop, you'll never know what you need to improve on, what you're not doing so well in. Um, and frankly, this is where a teacher can really, really come in. Um, and especially with this whole COVID situation, I know a lot of us um, are actually moving to online lessons. So if you've never considered um, lessons, now is a great time. You can actually jump on, you can do it over Zoom, Skype, Discord, um, whatever platform works for you. And frankly, because of internet connection and infrastructure nowadays, the calls are actually really good quality. Um, so try it, test it out. Um, so those, th that's really the three main tips so far in terms of starting, um, getting started with singing. You want to be consistent, set, set aside some time, um, you want to make sure you find a kind of safe spot to practice and that kind of builds into your habits. And finally, you need to make sure you're getting feedback. Um, it can be a teacher, it can also be maybe like your family member or your friend, um, someone objective. Another great way actually, I just thought of it, is recording yourself. Recording yourself is going to be super awesome. And one thing I do personally is, whenever I record myself, I don't listen back to it straight away. I actually um, wait about two to three days and then I'll listen back to it. Because here's the thing, right? When we first record something, we're actually almost emotionally attached sometimes. So you might listen to it and be like, oh wow, um, that sounded great, or that sounded, uh, didn't sound too good. But once you kind of wait that two to three days, when you're not kind of feeling it anymore, you can actually see your singing for how it is and be a bit more objective. We want objective feedback. So um, I actually ran through that pretty quickly because I wanted to get more into the Q&A. Um, and so, let me see if I can scroll down and find it. Got some questions saved. Cool. So, um, because some people actually did send um, some questions beforehand, I'm actually jump through them first, and then I'll cover through some of the uh, questions that has been sent through. Okay, there are so many. I just scroll through. Okay, wow. Okay, I might just start from the top after. Okay, cool. Um, so one of the big questions I got yesterday was um, reading. Reading was a surprisingly a very kind of common question. Um, and most importantly, just kind of some quick tips um, on reading. And one thing I found to happen with a lot of people starting off is learning to not blast your air. Because um, it's very easy for us when we start off to send a lot of air. And it might be in the form of like breathy singing or squeeze kind of singing. That's when there's a bit too much um, breath pressure coming through. And one of the ways we need to do, like we definitely need to learn to not do that because blasting too much air, sending too much breath pressure 
can fatigue your voice very quickly. So we need to find a way to not do that. Um, and one way is simply by just keeping your body in a kind of like expanded posture. Um, and I learned this from my teacher and he was just showing me how you can actually do this. Just keep your arms up, nice and straight. Hopefully, hopefully you can see my arms. So you keep your arms nice and straight and you should ideally feel this kind of expansion happening um, around the ribs. That's kind of where I put a lot of my attention and even the back, your back. So imagine drawing this kind of like line around your midline, midline of your body. And you want to keep that a bit of, bit of uh, keep that a bit up, keep that expanded, keep that expanded. And you can do a lot of exercises through that. For example, let's, for example, let's do the puppy cheeks. Keep that expansion. keeping that expansion and one thing you can actually pay attention to yourself is notice if your body ever collapses because if you think of the body as a balloon when you breathe in there the balloon expands but anything that kind of contracts and contracts the balloon all that air needs to go up and it all that air gets resisted by your vocal folds and your vocal folds are really tiny they're apparently they're the size of maybe this top part of your thumb so they're really not that big at all and so if all that air when you're collapsing your body, gets sent up into your vocal folds, that's a lot of breath pressure against them. So learning to find ways to mitigate that would be awesome. Keeping this, this is one tip you can use. Just keep your arms up, keep that ribcage expanded. You can test it out as you sing. Um, another one is also using semi-occlusions. I talk about that a lot. Um, semi-occlusions are just ways to kind of um, stop you from blasting air as well. Mm, puffy cheek is a great one. Lip bubble is a great one as well. Um, I also spend a lot of time doing straw exercises. And you can just do some kind of simple sirens. Just going up and down in your range. Those are all, all ways you can stop blasting air. That's the most important thing. Um, so if anything, for this week, I actually want to set you guys a challenge. If you're having problems with breath control, see if you can incorporate this idea. Just keeping your arms up, keep that midline expanded and not blasting air. If you notice your body collapsing, see if you can keep it up. Pregnant belly, oh, that's super interesting. Um, uh, from what I'm understanding this to be, the belly expands a lot. Is that what you mean? Uh, I mean, like, I'll jump, I'll jump with that. So, um, pregnant belly, keeping the belly expanded. I don't know. Um, uh, I'm a bit iffy on that because you just want to find the idea, right, is you do need to take in a good breath. So the belly might expand a bit. Um, it might expand a bit and relax as your diaphragm kind of relaxes. Um, you, there will be some expansion down there, right? The belly will come up a bit. But as you start to phonate and make sound, you need to make sure... If anything, you keep the top part of your body and your obliques and all that, they kind of flex out a bit. You want to keep that feeling of expansion. Um, expanding from the belly might help. I think test it out. Test it out because everyone is frankly different. Um, some people find that um, that kind of style of breathing can really help. I like the idea of keeping the midline expanded because it's an easier place to kind of focus on. Because if you do that, the, the lower abs will naturally kind of tuck in. And that's what sends that kind of gradual um, flow of air. It kind of seeps through versus going 
So if you keep your belly expanded, test it out, it could work. Uh, I frankly love doing more, you keep the midline expanded and then your lower abs gradually tuck through. Um, that's kind of how I um, do things. It, obviously, um, I'm not, my, it's not, uh, uh, let me start again. Um, obviously, it can vary. I think test it out. Has it been working for you, uh, Tyler? Has it been working for you? No response, but um, for, you, for you Tyler, I would frankly just experiment. See which one makes it easier. That's always going to be the ultimate test. Try breathing through, doing that belly breath, belly breath, oh no, no, pregnant, pregnant belly, sorry. Or try this, test around with this idea, keep that midline expanded, don't blast the air. See which one makes your singing easier and which one makes it sound better. That's going to be the ultimate test because I can throw you so many tips, but if it doesn't work and it doesn't make you sound better, there's really no point. Um, cool. Now, the second one. The second question was an awesome one, and I'm sure a lot of you um, are keen on that. I straight up can't sing, but want to build a powerful voice. Where do I start? Um, so, obviously, I would definitely need to hear what's going on. And um, I, it really depends on where we're starting on, right? But if we straight up can't sing, I probably would focus more on the fundamentals. For example, building um, a strong, kind of clear, consistent tone, making sure we can sing on pitch and on rhythm. Assuming we can get there. Assuming we can get there. We want to start playing around with just building a strong kind of chest voice. So chest voice we kind of associate with the lower part of your range. It's thicker, it's stronger. Ah, ah, ah. Nice and chesty. And then you can also go up in your head voice. Building a strong kind of head voice as well. Because what we essentially want to do is start to blend between between those sounds. So going from chest to head without going ah, 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 flipping and making it sound weird. If anything, we want to see if we can add just a bit more engagement and let the chords gradually stretch out, but stay thin. For example, if I was to just kind of free vocalize, ow, 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 ow. So notice how I'm not going, ow, ow, ow. I'm not flipping to get that. I'm actually letting it gradually stretch. I purposely used a bit more of a twangy kind of pharyngeal sound because that can help you keep those chords together. Um, that's one thing we can do. So once again, um, if, you, if you're kind of in that same spot, you're struggling to kind of build a powerful voice or uh, you're frankly just flipping and cracking all over the place, try this, just on a ow, a kind of nasty ow, just see if you can slide up. It is a bit more of an aggressive exercise, so don't spend too much time doing it. But one more time. Ow! 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 Because then all of a sudden you don't get stuck. You don't get stuck in this. Ah! Ah! Which is what most people get stuck on, right? That was about the E. You kind of get stuck there because the chords don't want to stretch out. Um, so using this kind of ow, that kind of exercise can help you stretch it up. And then obviously once you get there, we want to start normalizing the sound, but that's a way you can start um, developing that. Now, uh, last question I had that was kind of saved up. I had, there was a few more, but I don't think I can get, I can get through them. I want to do some of these live questions. Um, what should be included in daily practice? Now, this is a very, very awesome question because it's also very, very hard to answer because it honestly depends on 
where you are at the moment because I, I think there's this kind of notion where everyone thinks singing if you give a singer a specific set of exercises they will automatically make the progress and frankly from my experience it hasn't been the case um, there are some exercises that tend to work really well as a general um, kind of uh, exercise but but here's the thing right uh, I can give the same exercise to two different people and they yield different results because they might interpret it differently uh, maybe I just didn't do good enough of a job uh, a job but it can yield different results knowing that for me as a teacher I need to keep testing I need to kind of keep diving deeper um, and that's as a result I can't give a specific answer um, to daily practices I'll definitely need to hear you see what's going on with your voice and then kind of give you some things you can do and frankly that's going to change over time that's actually going to change over time it's not going to be the same anyway my practice routine changes on the daily um, yes there are some kind of things I kind of go for example uh, I spend a lot of time doing semi-occlusions so if anything big takeaway do a lot of semi-occlusions because they can help you train and coordinate your voice so on a straw I might just go just going up and down my range I can do it on a slide just doing a slide as well those are some exercises that can really start um, get your voice going um, it can warm you up it can also teach you to kind of find a nice easy kind of stretch in your voice semi-occlusions are a great one um, you want to spend a lot of time initially doing going from chest to head chest to head um, which would be awesome because it it just gets your cords to thin up. We want the cords to stretch up. They need to be quite flexible and pliable. Um, yeah, so, okay, so those are the three questions. I did have a few more. Um, I wanted to get through all of them, but in, in the interest of time, I frankly can't. Uh, I'm gonna jump through a few here because there are a few awesome questions. Thank you, Tyler, for sending so many um, because the more engagement you guys have, the better the sessions can be. So, okay, I'm gonna start from the top. Scroll through. Question, 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 question. Okay, hmm. that's the first question. If you guys don't know already, I'm not that good with Instagram Lives yet. <laughs> uh, I'm, it's quite a new technology for me. Okay, um, question from Tyler. When I personally sing, I pronounce the letter in an American way as in pronounce the word in an American way? Is that what you mean? Um, okay, it, assuming it is word, um, frankly, if you're, if you're kind of singing things through an, like an American accent, it could actually just totally be habit. Um, you might have listened to a lot of songs in American accents, um, a lot of the social media and like content that's come from America, so it, it might just be habit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I was actually watching a video with Tom Holland. He's obviously not from the US, but they actually do a lot of training to get into that just so they can sound a bit better on screen. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, maybe, if anything, maybe you can start to listen to some of your local artists. Like, um, I know Sam Smith. Sam Smith is probably, I think he's from the UK, right? Um, you can listen to them because they don't carry too heavy of an American accent. American accent usually is typical, like it's, Typically, it's a lot about the R's, water, um, that, that kind of sound. That's what makes it sound a bit more American. They're also a bit more bright, kind of uh, a bit more tangy. Um, so there are um, many, many um, different ways. I would probably start listening more to um, listen more to some local artists. Little Mix. 
I have heard of them, but I also don't remember. Little Mix. Just Google them. British group, yeah. So, I mean, totally. Um, unless they're obviously doing the same thing, which is they kind of picked up an American accent to appeal to their audience. Um, maybe you can find some... I, I know, uh, who's up? Lewis Capaldi? I might have butchered that. Uh, Lewis, he... He doesn't sound, he doesn't have an American accent. Um, so maybe you can listen to those kind of artists, check out their accents, see how they're doing their songs. Um, there are a lot of really cool artists from um, the UK. You guys are like, you guys make a lot of great artists from that, which is awesome. Um, hello, infinity underscore meme 10. Um, sorry to refer you with your handle. Um, cool. So I hope that answers your question. I'm kind of rapid firing going through these. Um, mm, 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 mm. Cool. This is a good one um, from Tyler again. How do you know the difference between your head and chest voice? Um, so a quick, easy way. Chest voice tends to be where we speak. So because it's lower in the range and the chords are a bit thicker, that's what we tend to call our chest voice. Um, now there is almost like also like an acoustic definition. Uh, for those who are a bit of like a vocal nerd, it tends to be when your first formant, um, your kind of throat resonance, it goes um, below, oh, yeah, sorry, it's above the second harmonic. So anytime it's above the second harmonic, we do consider it a bit chesty because it has that kind of more robust kind of buzzy kind of sound. Um, head voice, on the other hand, tends to be a lighter kind of sound. It's a bit more fluty. So for example, ah, uh, chest voice, head voice. Now, um, one of the biggest goals for us as singers is to learn to kind of gradually go up and down, moving from chest to head but we want to do it in a way where we're not flipping to get there. Uh, we want to do it in a way where we are kind of blending as we go up. I did kind of show a few examples earlier, ow, ow, doing those kind of exercises. So um, if anything, watch the replay. I might do two more questions before I wrap up because I have not managed my time properly today. Um, I need to jump onto my sessions very soon. Um, cool, how, okay, so I got a question from Caitlin. I'm a beginner and I'm having a prob problem with my tone. I sound really boring and flat, almost like I'm talking. How can I fix this? So from experience, a lot of times, and especially if, especially if I can't hear you, when people start to sound like they're talking, there are two things. It could actually be number one, the pitch. If we're not singing the right pitches, we can definitely sound more like we're talking because when we're speaking, we don't cover that much range. Um, especially if we tend to be a bit more chill and laid back. Um, singing does tend to go require a bit more range. Sometimes a lot of songs go at least an octave. So you need to be able to kind of match the pitches a bit better. The second thing, it could also be your vocal track because the way you tune your vocal track can amplify specific parts of your sound. So for example, I'm just going to play with my tongue. Moving my tongue back and forth. So, if you guys are like, what the heck is Ivan even doing? Um, do you notice how just from me moving my tongue around, it goes from this kind of muffled kind of sound to which is kind of bright and nasty? They're all the same pitch. I'm singing the same pitch. 
to me like like a C3 or something. I was singing the same pitch, but because I was shifting my tongue around, I was shaping my vocal track, and I started to change, I started to amplify specific parts of the sound. Um, when your tongue's a bit more forward, it tends to be a bit brighter, tongue a bit further back, it can get a bit muffled. Fixing the tone tends to be finding that balance. So if you're having a problem with your tone, I would see where, what's happening. Are you too kind of like this? Ooh, ooh, kind of a bit throaty? Or are you too much like this? Too bright, bright. We want to find someone in the middle. Ah, 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 ah. Finding that kind of sound in the middle. And a big one you can do is just play around with your tongue. See if you can move it forward and move it back. Forward, back. And then find a spot that kind of sound. Something in the middle. Um, so that's one way you can fix it. I honestly, I, I do need to hear you a bit more before I kind of jump in. Um, simply because like every, everything is going to be a bit different. Um, and what works for you might also be a bit different as well. So cool. Um, let's jump to the next question. Um, by the way, um, is this stuff even helping you? Because I'm looking to do these, um, I'm looking to do these, what is it? These, um, lives. A bit more frequently. I'm actually planning to do these weekly on uh, Instagram and one of the ideas I had in the future was actually bringing some of you on for like a free, almost like a free voice session uh, over Instagram live. I'd love to coach some of you um, uh, on Instagram live but I need to make sure that this is actually helpful for you. So um, if you've got any feedback for me like on this live, the way I presented, the way I kind of just chatted, um, send, me, send me a DM because I want to make sure I'm actually adding value with these lives. I'm gonna do them probably once a week, maybe 20 to 30 minutes. If I if I really enjoy this, I wanna definitely do it more, but I wanna make sure I can serve some of you out there. Thank you, okay, cool. So it's good to get some really awesome feedback. Um, uh, it's awesome. I'm gonna answer one more question um, before I jump off. So, okay, how can I sing high notes? So for, the, the main thing is you you need to learn to blend the voice. Um, once again, if if you watch back early in this live feed, because I don't want to be doing it too many times, uh, I was kind of doing these kind of slides on an out, and you want to learn to um, blend the voice. So you might hear the term mixed voice a lot. It's really just making sure you're going from uh, chest to head in a smooth kind of fashion. You don't want to be going and flipping. See if you can keep a bit more compression in the sound. So um, that's just the chords not letting go. Letting go is when um, that flipping tends to happen. So um, rewatch the rewatch this live um, and just check up on that section when I was going, doing the hours. That's one way you can find it. It is a bit aggressive, by the way. That's why I don't want to do it too much. Um, spend maybe about five minutes, just five minutes daily. If your voice was a bit more fatigued, then hold back, um, rest up for a day. But it is a way you can stretch up. Yeah, uh, Trey, yeah, we, that's the thing we're talking about. It's a great way to um, Really stretch up your voice. How have you been going with that? Have you been practicing it? Water break. Hmm. Um, cool. So, um, I hope that helps for today. So, we kind of jumped off with just some basic tips on making progress in COVID uh, during this whole situation because we're all kind of stuck at home. Um, I hope you all are staying safe. Um, that's very, very important. Stay safe. That's the main thing. Um, yeah, so, and then we kind of talked, jumped into some Q&A. Um, I think I missed it real quick. Can you review the technique real quick? 
Is that talking about building your high notes? Cool, cool, cool. Awesome, awesome. So the idea is you want to make sure you are stretching your voice um, up, of course. You want to kind of get this kind of stretchy feeling, let the resonance shift, but not let the chords let go. So one way, um, it's a bit aggressive. I'm going to do it one more time, but um, it's I'm just going on and out. Out, and we're just sliding up. So instead of going, uh, ow, ow, be a tiny bit more aggressive, make it nasty, make it pharyngeal, make it twangy, whatever you call it, this kind of bright down. Ow, 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 Because all of a sudden, I don't feel like I'm flipping, switching. I feel more like the chords are staying together. It is a nasty sound. It's not meant to be pretty, but it will keep your voice together. And that's the thing that's very important to build, first of all. Over there, we can start playing with different vowels, different consonants um, to normalize that sound, to make it sound a bit better. But we need to make sure we get that as a starting point. So um, for all of you out there who are struggling with the high notes, struggling with the blending, uh, that kind of middle spot of your voice, see if you can play with this. Ow, ow, ow. See if you can kind of just slide up and keep it connected. It will be a bit more aggressive though. So that's a caveat. Um, awesome. Well, I really enjoyed doing these live sessions. Um, I Hopefully I can be a bit more confident, be uh, a bit better, um, get even, I guess, I actually do want to bring on some of you um, for a live coaching session. So um, if you're interested, I'm going to be jumping on live hopefully next Tuesday around this kind of time. Next Tuesday around this time. If you're keen um, and you're not afraid of being on camera, um, jump on um, and we'll do a live session over Instagram Live. How cool is that? Um, hey JP, um, thank you all for joining me. Um, it was awesome being here and I will see you all again. So um, have a good day, stay safe. I'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm incredibly grateful that you've spent some time with me to really work on your voice. If this episode resonates with you, please, please, please share the message. I'd really appreciate that. Likewise, if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, just send them to me. I'm on Insta at singwithivan, so just slide into my DMs. I'm also here on Anchor, so you can leave a voice message. See you next time.